0: debriefing with Jake and Cora. Thank you so much for joining us. Come along for the ride with Jake and I as we debrief life at Boyce College. Hi Cora. Hi Jake. How are you? I'm doing so well. How are you?
1: Doing well. What is this? Episode four?
0: It is. How crazy is that?
1: That's really crazy.
0: We're basically like, what's the word? Seasoned. We're seasoned podcasters now or something. Jake, how has this week of school been? I mean, we're, what, almost done with week two of it's classes? Crazy. By the time this comes out, we will be done with week two of classes.
1: It's been good. Uh, classes are good. Just getting kind of that rhythm down mm-hmm. has been really nice. Assignments aren't that bad yet. They're cranking up a little bit. I have a, some papers due or I got to start planning and stuff like yeah. that. I feel overall it's been good. Getting into hall life has been good getting to know people in my hall has been cool how about you
0: yeah really similarly um i think this week i feel a lot more settled into a routine Mm. than i did the first week which is really nice um but yeah the hall life is super sweet and it's just been a joy to get to be back on the same hall again this year and get to be a part of that community
1: community it's so good at voice kind of talking about community we got the fall festival coming up.
0: We do, yes. If you haven't heard yet, this year's fall festival is a rodeo theme. Um, I'm excited about that. Are you excited, Jake? I'm
1: very excited. I was told it's the only event like the seminary and boys do together, and so it's kind of cool. Huh. They do a lot. They put a lot into it, and shout out to Event Productions.
0: The fireworks are amazing.
1: It's crazy. It's like sometimes better than 4th of July. Yes, yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, so that is September 8th. So if it's not already on your calendar, make sure you go ahead and mark it. Um, And if you want to volunteer for it, the link for that is in your Student Life email. So make sure you're checking that email regularly. Um,
1: I think we should jump into the news now. I think
0: we should. (laughs) week in voice life
1: on monday we have a dorm meeting make sure to show up for a great night of worship and preaching
0: and on tuesday we (laughs) actually have convocation (laughs) so sorry for all of you who listened to us last week and were mega confused um this week guys but yeah remember to show up to the chapel looking spiffy to start off our chapel year well i think doxology is singing in this year? So I heard that. That's exciting. Dr. Moeller will be preaching, yes. so you should be there.
1: On Tuesday night, you don't want to miss the very first women's volleyball game at home.
0: And on Thursday, we have chapel again, this time with Dr. Danny Aiken preaching. He is the president of um, Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Mm. So you'll definitely want to be there for that. It'll be super good. Later
1: in the day, on Thursday, we have a soccer home game. Our boys college Bulldogs are going to be taking on Johnson University, Tennessee.
0: And then also on Thursday, um, the Boaz Society is having a Shark Tank watch party.
1: On Friday, we have a full day of sports. First thing we have is women's volleyball. They're at the showdown in the woods, taking on St. Mary Woods.
0: And then also on Friday, our cross country team is having a race at Berea.
1: On Saturday, the showdown in the woods continues with Boys Women's Volleyball taking on Midway again.
0: Another event that takes place on Saturday is the Louisville World Fest trip, and several of the student organizations are taking part in that. So if you want more details on that, see your uh, Boyce Student Life email.
1: And wrapping up the day on Saturday, we have another volleyball game and a soccer game. Both of those are away games.
0: In today's episode, you'll hear an interview that Jake and I got to have with our friend Samuel. Um, mm-hmm. Samuel is a dear friend of both of ours, and such an encouragement. Our conversation was just such a blessing. Um, we're so glad that we get to have him on the podcast.
1: We like experienced the full range of emotions as we were recording with Samuel. Like you'll hear moments where we're literally like laughing as hard as possible, mm-hmm. and then there was one more one moment. When I looked over at Cora and we like, were both like trying to not tear up in the moment, it was so sweet. It's just So, get ready to just sit back and enjoy this one.
0: Samuel has a unique story, and so true. what we get to talk to him about on this episode is uh, what it looks like to keep in touch with family when you're far from home. Mm. And Samuel's home is not just right around the corner, mm. he'll share a little bit about his story and where he's from, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And for all of the wisdom and encouragement Mm -hmm. that he has of what that looks like um, to faithfully love your family well, even when you can't be there.
1: That's awesome. So let's jump into that conversation with Samuel. Hi Samuel, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Jake. How are you? Doing good. We're super excited to have you on the debriefing and to talk about keeping in contact with friends and family back home.
0: As Jake and I were brainstorming topics and we came up with this idea, we both thought Sandy would be a great guest to have on for this episode because we both feel like many of the conversations we have with you, um, you end up telling a story about, oh, you know, just the other day I was talking to such and such a family Mm -hmm. member or so and so, um, and We've just gathered that you seem to do a really great job at keeping in touch with people back home.
1: Thank you. Of course. (laughs) It's so true though, like, you'll just see Samuel FaceTiming his mom or FaceTiming his dad or, Mm -hmm. and then like, I know there was one time you just run over and you're like, here, meet my mom, meet my dad. (laughs) It was great. And it's just like, you do a good balance, but then it also doesn't like affect your relationships with us on campus too. There's just like a good balance there. And so yeah. So tell us about yourself a little bit. So where are you from? Um, just like a short how did you get the boys stuff like that. <laughs> well, I'm from P-
2: Peru from Lima and and I was looking for a seminary and mm-hmm. my dad youth pastor actually helped build the the Spanish program here and he was like Southern is one of the best schools, and they have this business degree seminary track that you have to do if you want to be a pastor. And I like I want to be a pastor, so I have to do that. <laughs> so I came here <laughs> because I think that he was right that this is a great school and
1: that business was gonna be helpful. So yeah, that's so true. That's how I came. That's so true. So how far is like an airplane flight from here to Peru? It usually takes me like 20 hours with all the stops I do, wow. but
2: usually it, it gets delayed it's more than 24 hours, but this last time it got delayed to less than 70 hours because they delayed me to a faster plane, which, oh. is, which is okay, weird, but, awesome. but it was awesome, yeah, yeah it's pretty good, <laughs> so a long time, but not extremely you- long.
0: Do you have a favorite layover story oh, yeah. from your travels thus far between here and Peru? I don't think there's been any fun <laughs> layover
2: <laughs> stories. <laughs> <laughs> the, the or like network. the most
0: iconic one that you're like this makes for a good story and it wasn't fun in the moment but it makes a good story.
2: I don't really think there, there was a really fun one. Then There was one where where I my first plane got delayed so I arrived like 30 minutes before, and I just didn't make it to the next plane. So that one was oh no. delayed, and I just didn't make it to the next one, and it <laughs> happens three times. Oh three times. Yeah. So it was more than one day on the airport. It was it wasn't fun. Oh. Everything kept getting delayed, and uh, but it's a story now. You know? <laughs> so true.
0: So tell us a little bit about what it's been like to come to school so far away from home.
2: Well. It's been it's been really exciting, uh, and it's also uh, I feel like it's a great privilege as well because I'm like coming from so far away and from from Peru. I'm like the first guy of my family or my like all my cousins to, to go out of Peru. So it's it's exciting. It's scary, you know, it, because it's a new place, n- new people, and mm. but I think it's been good in general. I I really enjoyed it, and I know that. The, 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 that is all been really good, and it will be really helpful for for me. I have seen that I have grown a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm really glad to be here. It, even though it is a little s- scary to be here, it's like always scary to leave your your home, especially if you're going to like a whole new place. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know how people work here, but but now I know, mm-hmm. and people like you work really well. So yeah, <laughs> so it's fun.
1: It's fun. So bouncing off of that, Samuel, what has it been like going from your culture in Peru at home to jumping to the culture in America in Kentucky at yeah, Boyce? Bro, it's been weird. <laughs> it's been weird. It's been so crazy. But
2: I think, I think it's been a good, it's been a challenge for sure. But I I definitely love my culture. I definitely i am mm. deeply Peruvian. I love the way we talk, I, at first it was hard here, you know, I didn't mm. feel funny, you know, I didn't think like I could do a joke in English, <laughs> and, then, and, then, but, and then there's so many like small details here, you know, like, like in the way we, we say hi in Peru, we like kiss under the cheek, the girl, so the first time, yeah, yeah, it was weird, let, 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 let me tell you. They shouldn't put me to greet people I came with again. Did you go to church? I almost did, I almost did. <laughs> then I could myself.
0: And then they said, Samuel, my brother in Christ, I do not think that greeting is your spiritual gift.
2: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. They were like, I know the Bible says how we should greet and it's with a holy kiss, but that's... But Denny Burke is going to preach on this in a couple of years. <laughs> and then you're going to finally understand what that text means. <laughs> no, but yeah. No, no, no. It was, it was definitely a change. It was funny. But, but I, I struggle a lot with that. But but it's good, you know. It's good to... I think it's definitely a sacrifice that has been mm-hmm. worth it to, to adapt here, you know. I am so happy of being here that that the sadness of living like part of who I am shouldn't like, like it's worth it to study here, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's worth it to love others by adapting to their culture, Mm -hmm. So that's how I see it now.
0: (laughs) What are some practical things that you have done to seek to love others well um, with those cultural differences?
2: With those cultural differences, I feel like like the most practical way of like loving them without being Peruvian, you know, is by 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 first of all that understanding like the limits, like the spaces that I, I have to respect. I shouldn't touch as much people here, you know. I shouldn't kiss them on the cheek as well. And and, and yeah, I yeah, there a video of me and Riley. Of the, the first of the uh, the first semester, where somebody counted the times I touched him, and it was like more than thirty a minute, so it was, <laughs> it, was
0: like,
2: it was a lot, you know. And I don't yeah. do that anymore. And I feel like adapting for for others is a way, good way of loving them.
0: Mm. So Samuel, as you've sought to enact some of those changes in order to love people well and with those cultural differences, kind of on the flip side. Um, what are some practical ways that you've sought to keep in touch with your family and love them well as you've been here?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. and i and I feel like one of the most practical ways of keeping in touch with people is like actually making a schedule. Hmm. you know, like the most important person that you have to keep in touch with is your 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 dad and your mom, you know. and I so that's like a schedule on my. To do my week, every Sunday after Kenwood, I call my mom and my dad, and they expect me to call them. And if if I don't call them, they call me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and because that's you have to have a schedule. You go to classes on a schedule, like fifteen hours a week. So I'm pretty sure you can like schedule one more one more hour a week to call your mom and to call your, your your dad. You know. Yeah. So that's the most important. And I feel like, you can also call them at random points and call your family at random points. When I am eating alone in the cafe, which doesn't usually happen, but many <laughs> it happens, when my phone is not there for some reason, I always go to the back and just start like calling, like mm-hmm. video calling, like I start with my mom, she doesn't answer, like my brother, he doesn't answer with my friend, he doesn't answer my <laughs> other friend. And because you cannot give up after one, because it's usually somebody's gonna be busy, mm-hmm. but, but I, you are usually going to be able to find at least one friend to talk with, you know, you know, and, and all the other friends are going to know that you called them, so they're going to be wanted to talk to you, and that's, I think that starts like a, a good cycle in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, even
0: if you don't get a hold of them, even just seeing the missed call on yeah, them, yeah, yeah, it exactly. communicates that you thought of them, that you care for them, right. and hopefully
2: then when they have time they'll call you back yeah exactly, exactly so it creates like this like good cycle you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah so the domes are my my two things I that I do you know okay that I also look at Instagram <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> and I see what they're doing you know yeah they they, they have added these like favorites on Instagram that you can put like all your favorites so you can only spend like 10 minutes a day and you can see all your friends without all the ads and the memes so mm-hmm. so I use that a lot yeah. and yeah
1: it's pretty really good it's funny yes. as well. yeah. <laughs> those are like great practical ways to keep in touch with family okay. and I liked what like core what you were saying and Samuel it's like you can start the chain of conversation even if they don't pick up right then mm-hmm. you can even just like, eventually you'll call and talk to one another mm-hmm. right yeah yeah just like, so sweet to keep up with those people.
2: Mm-hmm. That is something you need to do something while you eat. And nobody's actually going to study while they eat, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though we all take our books and everything. <laughs> we don't study, so why not call, you know? We're all hoping yeah. somebody will sit down with us, call yeah. us, or yeah. something like that. Kind so, of. Uh, no, so, so if you all hear somebody screaming in Spanish in the back
1: room, in the back of the car, that's
0: me. That's definitely me. <laughs> Probably on FaceTime with your buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's amazing.
1: laughs> kind of, I guess, turning a corner a little bit in conversation, how has it been difficult being away from family and friends? and Especially since you're like really far away compared to most people at college here. And how has that been? Just like where you can't go home for any breaks until like Christmas. Um, yeah. How does yeah. that translate, or how has that been? Well, I think it's always
2: difficult to lose something, mm. and especially if that something is good, you know. And and my church back home is really good, you know. And my family back home is really good. And I have a lot of cousins. I love them all, you know. I have. A lot of uncles that are really close to me, have close church, close friends, uh, and they're all good, good stuff that I lost in some ways while coming here, you know, and and that's always, that always hurts, you know? but, but coming here is also good, you know, and even though we are like losing all this good stuff and it hurts a lot, there's we might be sad and when i'm usually sad i, I listen to hymns you know and one of the best hymns is be still my soul mm-hmm. and that hymn says that i think it says something like that i got can repay from his of from his own fullness all that he takes away mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm paraphrasing that a little bit but but he does repay Oh, he takes away and i have lost many good stuff there my family my church in a way i'm not there anymore i'm never going to be on my dad's birthday i wasn't on my first mom's birthday i'm never going to be on my best friend's <laughs> birthday i have really bad luck with birthdays <laughs> but, but but i have like in a sense good church here as well God has been really been merciful to me and, and kenwood is a good church that i really like like all the groups we have that I really enjoyed that time we went to your house with all Kenwood and I started cheating, you know, being a little Peruvian.
1: bringing some ask of my
0: culture. Really? Yeah.
2: No, that's something that's something hard for me. Uh, no, but yeah, I love Kenwood. I love the people. I love my friends. It, it, that means, in the sense that your family has been like a family to me when you uh, received me at your home. That they were so kind, mm-hmm. Jake. So, so it's. It's been, God has given me Himself to fill me and also has replaced Mm -hmm. in in a way, though not perfect, though nothing is the same, He has also given me good stuff here, Mm -hmm. even though it really hurts leaving all the good stuff because it's good. Mm -hmm. But in life we we are constantly giving away good stuff and God keeps constantly filling us with, with His mercy and more good stuff.
1: The debriefing Podcast with Jake and Cora. Thank you so much for joining us as we talk to Samuel about keeping in contact with friends and family back home. To stay updated on debriefing news, find us on Instagram at the debriefing Podcast. Also, make sure to check out our former episodes and subscribe on Spotify. If you want to contact us, you can email us at the debriefing Podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can give us a DM on Instagram. Now let's jump back into the conversation with Samuel as we talk more about keeping in contact with friends and family.
0: Kind of building off of that, the good stuff that the Lord has blessed you with in this season and being here in Louisville, what are some ways that you think the Lord has used that to grow you and shape you? Being away from family, being in a new culture, being at school. What are ways that you've seen growth in your life?
2: Yeah. It's, of course, the obvious, like, growth is like, okay, I now I'm a bit more independent. You know, I depend on myself. I'm not going to... Like, I can kill myself, probably, my mom is not protecting me at all the time. And I'm closer to killing myself after Jake gave me a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story, I almost died the other day, bro. But, no, uh, really? Yeah, I went against traffic on that no. no, what? Where? <laughs> town no. Louisville. In that town? Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> But now I'm more independent. Mom, please don't listen to this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. No. But yeah. Now turning more serious. I think I think I am more independent. And I also think that that I have learned to be even though I was like, like a little confused, I think I have learned like how to love my family better. Even though I'm away from them eight months of the year. Like now when I come back it's like those four months, I don't wanna be on my phone, you know? I wanna be like doing stuff constantly with them. And even though this last last summer was like really bad, I mm-hmm. I, I had so much work, I had classes I, and, I, and I felt like I couldn't spend more time with them. I feel like the the little time I had with them I I value it more, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, that is very good in that sense, I have learned to value the small time that that I have with
1: them much more, much Mm -hmm. more. No, that's so good, and as you're speaking, I I, I definitely related to like the summer, even though I don't live as far as you do, like when you go home after being gone, you just realize how sweet it is to be with your family, Mm -hmm. and... And same, like, just with working so much at home, it even cuts back on the time even being home you can spend with your family. Mm-hmm. But then those moments when you, like, watch a movie or have dinner together, it's so sweet. Mm. And it it just creates those bonds that can't be broken. And it's yeah. just something that we've just... The family is so... Such a blessing from God. Yeah. And, and, like you said, it makes it harder to leave, but trusting that god brings about beautiful things in its time yeah so encouraging that's so good yeah Yeah. kind of around that topic being away from home can also bring like feelings of homesickness i would have you like wrestled with those and how have you sought to like just lay those to the lord and then honor him and how you feel that way but like acknowledging you have those feelings but not sitting in them like how does that look to you
2: yeah I, I have like felt like like sad you know because I left my home I left my culture and I love my home and my culture That I miss it you know as I was saying earlier I I didn't feel like I could laugh here you know I feel like I could joke here even you know and and it's but I, but whenever I felt like that, you know, and there has been times that I've been doing stuff and my friends are like, bro, that's such like a Peruvian thing to do, it's bad to do here. And they were right. <laughs> but, but that hurts me, you know, that's sad. And I go for a walk and think about how, like how, how how I would be in Peru because I met, missed a lot of Peru, you know, and I was just like thinking if I were in Peru, I would be perfect. If I were in Peru, I mm-hmm. could laugh. If I were in Peru, I could do this without like being bad, you know, and... And then, if I would be in Peru, I would be telling my mom how great the seminary is as well, you know? <laughs> if I were in Peru, I would be telling like all my family, oh, the great opportunity it is to be in America. Because it is. So, at so that point, like God like brought me, like, okay, yeah, I miss home, but you have blessed me so much. I cannot forget the blessings. I cannot forget the opportunity that is to be here, because I feel like bad, you know? And uh, that it is so much worth it to to sacrifice like some parts of being a Peruvian, you know, to be able to love people here, to to be able to study here, to be to be able to fulfill God's calling in my life here, you know. Mm-hmm. Then I think that's if if we look at the bigger picture of what God's mercy has done to my life, I think that's how we honor even in, in mm-hmm. our sadness, you know. Yeah. As the, that's how always says when he says, he always looks back on the Lord and trust on oh, His mercy mm-hmm. and, and that's, and, and then He praises Him, you know, mm-hmm. and then He praises Him.
0: How would you, if, if someone on your hall, if one of the guys were mm-hmm. to come to you and say, man, Samuel, I'm really struggling with being homesick, how would you, from your experience with wrestling through those things but seeking to honor the Lord and that, how would you encourage mm-hmm. that friend um, to honor the Lord in those feelings?
2: I would probably first like, like t- t- tell him it's okay, you know, t- t- and to talk to him about his home, you know, yeah. about the goodness in his home, and and I would encourage him to call the people in his home, you know, and then, uh, and then I would t- tell him that to see God's, God's goodness, in in boys, you know, in southern, and and then. And then I hope that by seeing God's goodness and by seeing all the good he was in his home and the good he's been in here, then mm. I feel like those two can, can join to like have a bigger picture of who mm. God is and how mm. how his goodness doesn't stop mm. w- when we move away from home. And it will mm. not stop when, when we move away from here as well. Yeah,
1: that's good. That's really good. As you were speaking, I kind of thought of flipping for. I feel like we do a lot of Philippians in this, on <laughs> yeah. this podcast and it kind of was like you were just saying this like in your own words but just Philippians 4 and verse 11 I'm not saying this because I need for I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances and it, it continues like I can do all this through him who gives me strength and kind of as you're talking it just seems like You've learned to be content in the location that God's put you. Whether that's home or here, you've learned to find joy in that. It's just really cool to see.
0: Yeah. On a very much more lighthearted note, you mentioned <laughs> one of our college ministries that, events that our church put on. Um, <laughs> And a little bit of your culture that shined through in the way you went about participating in this game. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about what oh, your um, uncle told you?
2: Oh my, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, it was it was really funny because I we were playing like a Clue. A
0: Clue live kind yeah, of game.
2: Real life Clue game. So everybody had like their paper that they, they were annotating what they were finding and they were hiding it. So I... Like start looking at the papers of other people, and I and my team starts winning, you know. And I think, okay, this is fun, you know? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because we sucked We were like the worst team, and I wanted to win. So I take my phone and I start taking pictures of the clue stuff. And some of, and most of them were laughing, were like trying to hide it. And then I go and uh, take a picture of, of Cora, and Cora is like, Cora, is like, why are you cheating? <laughs> And then I realized, wait a minute, maybe not everybody here likes me cheating here. <laughs> but, but, but no, but the funny thing of that is that your dad actually understood me. He was like, your dad told me, you're cheating because you're from Peru, right? <laughs> 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 and so the thing is that we found we won because I took pictures of everybody. And, and I had taken one bad picture. And so we lost <laughs> the game but I got like the prize of the best player award you know? <laughs> so, so I grab the prize and I call my uncle who is the biggest cheater in the world like he's, he taught me how to cheat when I was a kid and he has been cheating all my life and now he's teaching my 4 year old <laughs> cousin how to cheat and it's really funny and <laughs> like, he's really good at it also <laughs> but because that's how we do it in Peru and that's, <laughs> Like you literally go there and cheat all your <laughs> childhood! In games, in soccer, in every single game, in cards, Uno! I'm the biggest adulterer! you cheat
0: at Uno? you cheat at
2: Uno? You like you, you can hide like plus four. You can take pictures of other people like I did. You can you can do a lot of stuff. You know you can put two cards at once. Mm. Yeah, you oh, guys have I to see. Be, you put it down. Yeah, facing yeah. 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 the other that They don't know there's a card underneath. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. No, there's a, so that's my culture. So I call my my, my uncle like, at the spot, and we're just celebrating. I'm like with my cookie, He's like, I am really proud of you for cheating and cheating them. <laughs> and I call my family, all oh, my dad, to tell them all the story. So the, now they know who you are, <laughs> the, the owner of the house that was criticing me <laughs> for cheating. But Sorry. No, yeah. no, it was fun. It was. I mean, that's the part. Of like my culture, and that's why the Peruvian traffic is so bad. Actually, I think I think P- Peruvians learn how to cheat all through their childhood, and now when there's time to drive, they just ignore every single thing, every single <laughs> bad. So it's 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 not the best thing of my culture. I'm gonna say I want to make that clear. But it's fun when we play clue, <laughs> and yeah, that's how that's the story of my culture. Well,
0: thank you for sharing with us, Samuel. <laughs> Um, about what it's been like to be away from your family, and some tips on what it looks like to keep in touch with people, and also tips when you're feeling homesick, Mm. um, your wisdom, and that was really encouraging. Mm. There was one point that Jake and I looked at each other, and I think we were both tearing up. Um, (laughs) Thank you. I was also
2: tearing
1: up. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. So, thank you
0: so much for sharing with us. We're really appreciative of your friendship, and of the encouragement that you've been to both of us. Um, so... It's yep. just like if you're having a bad day, go see Samuel. No. <laughs> it's, it's basically a prescription you could get for depression and have a conversation with Samuel.
2: Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
2: no. Thank you so much, guys. I, I, I really love you too so much. You has been really good. I'm so happy for everything here.
0: joining us on this episode of the debriefing
1: that was such a good conversation we went to have with samuel
0: it really was such an encouragement
1: so much wisdom he has to share definitely get to know samuel if you
0: don't know yeah we kind of joked about this at the end but <laughs> genuinely if you if you don't know samuel um just a simple conversation with him will brighten your day
1: it's so true thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you stay tuned for our next episode, which is coming out next week. What do we have lined up for that, Cora?
0: Our next episode is going to be with one of our friends who is a commuter. um, And he's going to share a little bit about his experience with commuter life and what that has looked like.
1: Definitely an eye opener for those of us who live on campus and maybe an encouragement for commuters too.
0: Yes. And for those of you who live on campus, hopefully also, Um, An encouragement of ways that you can seek to more intentionally love your friends who are commuters.
1: So true. And the guests we got lined up, awesome. I'm so excited. Yes, I am also excited. Another person you want to get to know. Like All the people we got lined up are such great people. Yes,
0: they really are. So yeah, stay tuned for that and have a great week of school, guys. So
1: true. And show up for convocation tomorrow.
0: Yes! The
1: actual one. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, guys.